0: This month on Savvy Sounds, we're taking a look at all the different concerts that are going on across Gaston County this summer. Nine different municipalities are having summer concert series, and we're going to tap into each one. So let's talk first about what's going on in Cherryville this summer. Um, They already had some concerts kicking off the uh, summer in April. But basically every third Thursday, they're doing a summer concert series. uh, May 18th, that's Blue Money at 6 p.m. June 15th, Gary and Wyatt at 6 p.m. June 30th, The Tams at 7 p.m. August 17th, Bailey Marie playing at 6 p.m. September 21st, Seth Fox playing at 6 p.m. And 7 p.m. on October 21st, Shot Through the Heart in Lowell, they've got a couple events that are titled Music in the Park. One of them's tied to their new barbecue cook-off that's going to be happening on Saturday, May 20th from 12 to 3 p.m. These are both happening at McCord Family Park in downtown Lowell. Uh, Caleb Davis is going to be providing the live music on May 20th for the barbecue cook-off. Then on June the 3rd there's another music in the park. Caleb Wolf. So all the Caleb's coming to Lowell. Caleb Wolf will be playing Music in the Park, 6 to 9 p.m. at McCord Family Park on June 3rd in Lowell. Looking now at Kings Mountain, their series is called Live Music at Patriots Park. Go ahead and bring out your lawn chairs to the Liberty Falls Amphitheater at that park. This is obviously a free concert series, as all of these are. You can expect food trucks, family fun for everyone. Concerts begin each time at 6 p.m. And the list that they've got so far has the Ace Party Band playing May the 6th. Ryan Perry, June 3rd, the main event band on September 9th and Carolina, the band on October 7th, going up to Stanley Stanley's concert series over the summer is called cooling out concerts on main. And as the name implies, these are happening on main street in downtown Stanley on certain Saturdays during the summer. Um, DJs will get the music going at 6 PM and then the band starts at seven. You can also find food trucks, a beer garden and more. On May 6th, Envision hits the stage. On May 20th, it's Cassette Rewind. June 10th, it's Too Much Sylvia featuring Beau Schrants. On September 9th, The Magnificents. September 23rd, it's the Cat 5 Band. And rounding things out on October 21st, it's The Tones. Now we're gonna get into talking a little bit to some of the folks from Mount Holly, Belmont, Bessemer City, Gastonia, and Dallas. We appreciate each of them coming in. They're gonna tell us a little bit more about their summer concert series. So we encourage you to go out and check out some of these free events. We have uh, a number of guests that we're bringing in as part of Savvy Sounds for this month. Um, We're trying to profile all the different concert series that are going on across the municipalities. And one of the biggest ones is obviously the one that's happening right here in Gastonia. Um, very fortunate to have Drew Horine. No, I messed that up, didn't I?
1: No, that was right. Did
0: I get it? Okay. All right. I, I immediately second guessed myself. And I'm like, wait, no, that's not. Oh, okay, cool.
1: No, it's actually Smith.
0: <laughs> the S, the M, the I, the T, and the H are all silent. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Drew, thanks so much for for coming in and uh, tell us a little bit about your role because this is kind of a partnership between the city and then um, the East Rotary Club of, of Gastonia, right?
1: That's that's right. Uh, so, for I think this is our eighth season uh, of concerts that uh, Gastonia East Rotary has put on okay. uh, in conjunction with the city of Gastonia. Um, the city uh, basically gives us a, a check in their blessing. And and then we go get the bands and and uh, and set everything up and, and all of that. Um, but uh, but this year's a little bit different than we've done in the past. Uh, we wanted to we wanted to really make sure that there was something for everybody here. Um, and we went out into the community and we got more feedback. Like, what kind of music do you want to hear? What kind of things do you want to have? Um, what would what would, uh, allow you to bring your entire family out. And, um, and so we got a lot of really positive feedback from the community, a lot of band suggestions from the community. I mean, we reviewed over 60 bands oh, wow. and, um, and we came up with a new format for it this year, uh, that really makes it open to everybody in Gastonia. It really it makes it inviting for everybody.
0: So I noticed you brought in the poster and so it's, it's very much kind of, um, colorful it's eye-catching and when you look at the lineup i mean you guys have both a a main act and then kind of an opening act for each one of the four concerts you've got set up right
1: that's right uh what we wanted to do we wanted to make sure that we featured uh up-and-coming musicians from right here in gastonia um, and so a lot of our opening acts are local people that are, that you'll see playing the restaurants and bars in the area. And they're really great musicians that just kind of need a shot. Yep. Um, I'm really excited about our May 19th concert with Garrett Huffman opening for On the Border, the Ultimate Eagles Experience. Uh, they're always a huge hit at the concert series, yep. but then, uh, Garrett, if you've ever heard him play, he's, yeah. a, he's just. A- kid and a guitar and he's just fabulous he's amazing and so um so you know that's that felt like a good pairing um and then um we're doing some different things you know we've had a lot of rock and and uh, a lot of carolina beach music in the past and so we wanted to kind of open that up and and bring in more so uh june 23rd we're having our summer solstice night uh, where we've where we've got some yeah we're i'm i'm a dad so i i do bad yeah, all dad the jokes. time so um but uh we've got the voltage brothers coming in and then uh emerald empire with them and they've got uh, a lot of great funk and soul and R and B a huge amount of energy uh, with every band that we've invited in uh we went out and and extensively looked through their youtube presence we we looked through their social media presence to see what kind of show they were going to put on not not only were they good musicians because there were a ton of great musicians right. that we looked at but uh are they able to really are the audiences having fun yeah are they having a huge. great time at the show and so that's what we wanted to do um then uh, we're going to skip July because the city's got something going on in July. Yep. Um, you know, just a little tiny little fireworks show or something. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I there's don't know. a small holiday that happens <laughs> right. there. Yeah. Um, and so um, so we're going to, you know, the city's going to do their thing in July and then we'll be back in August with Caleb Davis mm. and he's going to do his Dancing Through the Decade show where he goes through and does music from every decade from like the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, wow. and, uh, and kind of progresses through. But then opening up for them is Fam favorite Tangerine Trees, which they do... They are like the best Beatles band that I have ever heard. Yeah. Uh, I've they, heard really good things yeah, about them. And they play a lot. Um uh, I've seen they're playing at the Rooster and, mm-hmm. and other places around town. Uh and then in September 15th, this is going to be so much fun. We're going to have 80s night.
0: Yeah. 80s
1: night at the pavilion. And we've got kids in America. And um and and they are they put on a phenomenal 80s show. It's like like if you walked into cindy lopper's apartment or something you know it's it's, nice (laughs) this massive 80s show that they put on and they've got their special guest akita and uh just amazing high energy music going on uh but the the series isn't just about the music and like i said this is uh we wanted to do more family oriented stuff this year right and so um not only do we have great music, uh, which, by the way, if you're if you're looking for, um, if you want to know what these bands sound like, uh, you can go to the concerts page at GastoniaEastRotary.org, okay. and you can see videos of every band that we've got playing. I mean it's it's really great music. I'm yeah. so excited about them. But uh in addition to that, the Gastonia Honey Hunters are going to come out to every show and they're bringing their ginormous inflatable obstacle course for the kids. They've got an entire kids area. Nice. There where you can uh you can just bring the kids out. They're going to have a great time. Um in the past, you know, we've had a few kids out, but it, it's been mostly people kind of my age and up. Okay. And um and so we want to make sure that uh, families can get out in the entire family we can have a great time uh we've got uh you know adult beverage sales help our support our causes that we support and I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about those later sure but uh but we've also got uh regular beverage sales um choice beverages is bringing out uh sundrop and and Things like that for us as well. So there's a lot more choices there for people, and we're going to have food trucks for both the meals and desserts out there. So Kona Ice is going to be there, Twisted Sugar. Nice. Um, See,
0: that's uh, that's what you need for the kids right there. <laughs> yeah,
1: and so you get the kids all hyped up on the, on the Kona Ice Absolutely. and the Twisted Sugar cookies, yeah. and then you send them out to the um, to the uh, bouncies and and uh, let them run off that energy. Record they are time gonna, in the obstacle course. They are going to sleep good that night. Uh, They're going to sleep good that night. Yeah, we wanted to make sure that there's activities for everybody there. And um, uh, we'll, you know, we'll have things like face painting and, and things like that too. All the things that the kids really like, you know, they'll be playing cornhole out there. And, nice. and, um, and you know, sometimes the adults can get into that too. You know, there's, those competitions can get pretty intense. Oh, yes. uh, um, but um, uh, I'm really excited about, um, you know, uh, Gastonia has the new, um, the new social district. Right. Um, now I do want to make sure that people understand though, at the concerts, the pavilion is not included in that social district. Okay. District. And there's a reason for that. Um, I mentioned earlier that, uh, our beverage sales actually go towards good causes. And mm-hmm. so if we're not able to sell beverages within that perimeter, mm-hmm. um, you know, we couldn't support the causes that we do. Gotcha. Um, each year, Gastonia East Rotary gives out between $10,000, dollars $20,000 in grants to local Gastonia charities. Okay. Um, and that's what the concert series is all about. Uh, mm. yeah we go out and we have fun. We have a great time but um, but it's really about a way to raise funds for those charities that are making a huge impact in our community. Um, and um, if you if you check out our Facebook page and our Instagram at Gastonia East Rotary um, you can see some of those organizations that we've been giving grants to uh, we call this kind of our grant season okay um, And so the past several weeks we've been giving out checks to these organizations uh yesterday we gave a checkout to a bit of hope ranch that does uh horse therapy they rescue horses mm-hmm. And then they say the horses rescue people. Okay, uh, and it's just a, a fabulous organiza- organization. Um, the the woman in pink. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we gave them a check. Um, all of those funds come from the concert series. So coming out and uh, and uh, buying your beverages there, supporting the concert series, that helps people right in our own community. And that's really what Rotary is all about: is is helping people in the local community.
0: So you can feel really good being able to whether it's buying a soda or buying a buying a uh, adult beverage uh, at the concert, knowing that the proceeds from that are going to go right back into the
1: community. That's right. That's right. Uh, we're not just you know making money for for the Rotarians. We're, right. Um, we're uh, we're helping people in the community, and that's really what it's all about.
0: Uh, so you mentioned each of the dates. It's um, six to ten at the Rudder Pavilion in downtown Gastonia for each of these events. What do people need to know in terms of, of parking or, you know, do they need to bring kind of their own lawn chairs or, or you know, what all do people need to necessarily bring with them when they if they're wanting to come to one or all of these concerts?
1: Well, the admission is free. And that's the first thing people need to know. There's no tickets. You don't have to worry about that. Um, but bring your lawn chairs, uh, come out and bring your lawn chair. Um, don't bring a big tent or anything like that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: This is, this is not tailgating friendly. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're not going to be pulling your truck right up, Uh, but, um, but there are several, uh, parking areas around that the city has. Now you can park in the municipal parking garage. You can, uh, you know if you if there's street parking available but that fills up really really fast for sure. parking behind um but uh the the one parking lot if you're facing the pavilion to the left is going to be filled up with food trucks and um and um and the beverage uh sales so you're not going to be able to park in that area but um but you know park in any of the city lots any sure. any of the city places um we're expecting anywhere from 500 to 1,000 people at these concerts. Wow. Uh, so be prepared for uh, a lot of people out there. Um, be prepared to see your friends and neighbors out there. Yeah. And uh, and make plans with your friends and neighbors. Uh, it it'd probably help you if you carpool sure sure so save
0: on the uh, save on the parking hassle. save on the gas yeah. uh,
1: save on the parking you know all the gas you know coming from you know three blocks away or whatever oh yeah
0: uh, i mean those long drives <laughs> <laughs> well it, it, you talked about like the fact that um the the rotary pavilion itself is not part of the social district but i gotta imagine that the businesses especially the restaurants that are here in downtown gastonia probably get some sort of a a boost from having all these people in the area.
1: Absolutely. Um, one of the things that we wanted to do, um, we have a couple of mandates here from the city. Um, and, and they weren't like hard and fast rules, but there were things that, that I think the city has an expectation of us. Um, the, the first one, um, our first priority was to help raise funds for our for our community support. Right. Uh, the second one was to create events that would bring Gastonia together. Yeah, um, We want all of Gastonia to know that this e- these events are for everybody in Gastonia, uh, because Gastonia is one of those great places where we've got this this awesome melting pot of people from all over the place. Yep. And we want to make sure that people can get out and get to know one another and have a great time. Uh, but then also, we want to support the local businesses in downtown downtown Mm -hmm. uh we've been very careful on the food trucks that we're bringing in not to bring in food trucks that are actually competing with these local downtown restaurants got it and so you know if you want to if you want a taco go over to viva tequis right Uh, if you want a lucy burger go over to pita wheel uh you want uh italian food go over to mangiamo um which is yeah it is i've never had anything bad there i and i love the fact that we've got these restaurants downtown now Mm -hmm. and and if you're watching this podcast or listening to this podcast and you haven't been to some of these downtown restaurants you have got to go check this out i mean and um and you know the local local um bars and brewers as well, you know, Cavendish and, and yep. Freemans down there, uh, we want to support them as well. Um, you know, we realize that we're competing with them a little bit on these dates, but but we're hoping that getting more people into downtown will help more people to realize that there is a downtown that they can go and they can have a great night out and uh and whether whether they're going out with their with their significant other or whether they're um just looking for something to do uh downtown gastonia has got a lot that a lot of gastonia doesn't realize yet
0: for sure well and as gastonia is continuing to grow and continue to expand kind of the the fuse district and kind of that extension of, of downtown with dirty bowl coming and some of these other projects it's It just seems like it's a really bright future ahead.
1: Oh yeah, I'm so excited to see where Gastonia is heading. Um, You know, one of the things that we do in our in our Rotary is we we invite people in every week to talk to us about what's going on in the community. And a lot of times, people from the city and the county they come in uh, talking about like the plans for the roads and and the plans for for construction and 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 all of these things that are going on. And everything that we're hearing points to this immensely bright future for gastonia and it's not just in the future anymore though it's here now we've right. got great bright spots down there right now yep. and and there's so much opportunity right there to have a great time to to bring your family out um and then the concert series is, is one of those things it's it's just one of many things that you can do in downtown gastonia now
0: absolutely well, Drew Horing with uh, the East Gastonia Rotary Club, thank you so much for, for coming in, for talking to us about the Gastonia Concert Series. And May 19th, On the Border and Garrett Huffman. June 23rd, the Summer Solstice event with the Voltage Brothers and Emerald Empire. August 11th, uh, that's the Dancing Through the Decades show with Caleb Davis and Tangerine Trees opening up. And then September 15th, wraps it all up at the Rotary Pavilion. That's Kids in America with Akita. Uh, 6 to 10 p.m. Rotary Pavilion in downtown Gastonia. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you, Drew.
1: No one tell me when I you. Now my heart true.
0: You're listening to Daniel Jeffers, who will be playing live in Dallas on Saturday, May 13th. So I am talking with Abby Miller. Abby is the, um, communications and, uh, special special events.
1: Yes. Special events
0: yep. coordinator for Mount Holly. And you said you've been there for about six months.
2: Yeah. Started, uh, back in October. Okay.
0: So this will be the first year that you're kind of taking the lead on putting together the summer concert series, right? Yes. Yeah. What has that been like for you?
2: Um, it's been really fun. It's definitely, Trying to find bands. A lot of the bands were kind of pre-picked before I had started even, but um, they kind of did some research last year to try to find, but there were a couple, like Blue Monday is one that um, I worked when I first moved down to North Carolina at Boatyard Eats in Cornelius. And okay. that was a band that was pretty popular there. So that was one of the ones I was able to bring in this year. But um, other than that, a lot of them were pre-picked before I'd got Sorry, I had gotten there.
0: Gotcha. So I mean, some of that's good. It's like, okay, did, there, you weren't coming into a blank slate.
2: Yeah, definitely not. They, um, obviously for the most part, what they're doing has been working. So trying to make some adjustments to try to get new people to come in, but um, our residents for the most part, definitely show up for our Mount
0: Holly nights. So when you're putting together Mount Holly nights, uh, what, what's the schedule? Is this kind of a once a month sort of thing?
2: Yes, typically. So um, for May, we have one in May. We actually have two in June, with one being our fireworks celebration. So at the beginning of June, June 9th, and then June 29th for the fireworks. And then we don't have anything in July. And then we have August 11th, September 8th, and then October 13th.
0: Is there any particular band? I know you talked a little bit about Blue Monday, but is there any particular band that you're you're especially excited to see?
2: Um, this was actually my very first concert last year. So I started on October 12th. We -hmm. had our concert uh, or sorry, started on October 10th, had a concert on October 12th. Okay. Um, so, and that was on the border and they're like an Eagles tribute band. So they brought a lot of people to downtown Mount Holly. And with it being my first week, it was awesome to see that many people. And hopefully they'll bring a lot this year as well. And some of other bands as well.
0: Um, So what can people expect when they come out for Mount Holly nights? What's, what is kind of a, a a typical evening look like, you know, what, what should they prepare for in terms of parking? Are there any kind of vendors or food trucks?
2: Yeah. So, Um, parking obviously won't be able to have any street parking. We have it shut down from central Avenue to Catawba. Um, but we have like 10 to 12 food trucks scheduled for every night this year. Um, and then opening acts, we're really excited about those this year. We got a lot of really good applications and have locked those in with some local artists to start the night off before our headliner bands come on.
0: What is the typical lineup look like? Do all the events start at the same time in the, in the, evening
2: yep so we'll have opening acts starting at 6 p.m. Um, and they'll perform for an hour with the headliners like coming on around 7 might be a little bit after that but headliners will start at that seven o'clock mark for all of them
0: sounds good and uh, for people that are coming out do they need to bring lawn chairs is there kind of seating available what, what does that look like
2: so we don't have any seating for the concerts. We'll have tables and stuff like that set up for the food aspect of the Mount Holly Nights, but um, definitely more than welcome to bring lawn chairs and set them up on Main Street um, and in like the parking lots in front of um, Stone Insurance and things like that to be able to listen to the bands.
0: Well, awesome. Abby Miller with uh, Mount Holly. Thank you so much for coming in, for joining us. Uh, Mount Holly Nights is the summer concert series. And where can people go to get more information about it?
2: Yeah, so if you um, check out our website, mtholly.us, everything is under the special events tab, which falls under parks and recreation. It's a little bit hard to find sometimes, but if you just go to departments, parks and rec, and then under special events, all the information will be there.
0: Good deal. Abby, thanks so much. Thank you. You're listening to Caleb Davis, who's going to be in Lowell on May 20th for their Barbecue kickoff and Music in the Park series, and also in Gastonia on August 11th. All right, I am here with the, and doggone it, now I'm going to mess <laughs> up your title, the Community Events Coordinator? Yes. Okay. Here with the community events coordinator for the city of Belmont, that's Morgan Abernathy. Morgan, thank you so much for for coming in and telling us a little bit about what to expect from Friday Night Live this year. Um, just to, to start with, uh, you guys were supposed to kick off on April 28th and... Mother Nature didn't really approve of that plan, apparently.
3: <laughs> yes, unfortunately, Mother Nature had a different plan than we did. Uh, so our April twenty eighth concert has been rescheduled to July fourteenth, and that is Thurston Howell of the yacht rock genre.
0: Okay, so how do you go about kind of picking out some of these bands? Are are they fan favorites? Is, you know, is it a kind of a, a combination of feedback from from fans and trying to mix in kind of new bands?
3: Sure. Some of the bands we have this year are repeats from last year because they were fan favorites. So you will see Java Band again in Belmont, as well as 20 Ride. Um, For selecting bands, we rely heavily on our board and volunteer input, and we also use a booking agent.
0: Okay. And and looking at the poster, I mean, you guys have a two-time Grammy Award winning band coming in, and... and zydeco music what is that what for for people that are uninitiated into the zydeco genre
3: sure i was one of the uninitiated of the zydeco genre um so you will have to research it for yourself but it is a very unique genre and being a two-time grammy award winner i think we will have a great turnout on june 16th and encourage you to come
0: so you guys used to do this along main street but you're you're Kind of changing venues this year, right?
3: Yes, we used to have the Friday night Live concerts on South Main Street, and they have now relocated to the upper field of Stowe Park, which is behind the old Belmont middle school.
0: So if folks are coming out they'll they'll probably want to bring like lawn blankets or or folding chairs or just something comfortable to sit on, essentially.
3: Yes, bring a seat, lawn chair, blanket, and uh, come early to claim your spot.
0: But they don't have to worry about food. you guys have that covered, right?
3: Exactly. Yes. We have food vendors that will line the upper field. We have, um, main dish food vendors. They will have hot dogs, hamburgers, chicken tenders, you name it, as well as specialty food vendors where you can find your favorite ice cream and snow cones.
0: See, that's going to be my daughter's thing. It's like, Oh, all the sweet stuff. Perfect. (laughs) Um, so, uh, concerts each evening, um, start at six, but then the bands take the stage at seven. Correct. Yes.
3: We'll have a DJ from six to seven and then each band takes the stage at 7 p.m.
0: So um, is there anything else that, you know, I know we talked about like kind of picking out the bands, but this is a concert series that has been going on for a while, right?
3: Right. This has uh, been going on for about 20 years. Um, It's changed hands of organizations over the years. It started off with the Merchants Association and now it is hosted by the Downtown Belmont Development Association.
0: Got it. And there's, I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into putting on these type of events, right?
3: Right. Yes. We work very closely with public works and the police department. And believe it or not, each concert takes about 30 volunteers.
0: That's wow. Yes. (laughs) So this is not just something where you kind of snap your fingers and go, okay, the band can set up over there and people can come and it'll be fine.
3: Yes. It is a bit more complex than that.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Anything else about the concert series that that I didn't ask about that you wanted to mention?
3: Would like to give a shout out to all of our sponsors of the Friday Night Live concert series, as well as volunteers. We appreciate them and the concert series could not happen without them. Please follow Belmont Main Street underscore DBDA on Facebook and Instagram, and you can always check out www.cityofbelmont.org slash community events for more information on times, food vendors, and any weather cancellations that might occur.
0: Awesome. Morgan, thanks so much for coming in and talking with us.
3: Thanks for having me.
0: This is a little bit of music from Jim Quick and Coastline playing in Bessemer City on July
4: 22nd.
0: Talking today on Savvy Sounds about the Summer Concert Series. We've got Jody here from uh, Bessemer City, and he's going to tell us a little bit about kind of who he is and then about the Sounds of Summer Concert Series they're going to be having.
4: Yes, uh, my name is Jody Franklin. I'm the Parks and Recreation Director in Bessemer City. I've been there for about 30 years, and... uh, Probably about nine years ago we started our summer concert series and uh, it has kind of blossomed into what we like to think is one of the the, the better event venues and um, one of the better uh, band lineups throughout the uh, throughout the region here. So how do you go about kind of recruiting bands to play an event
0: like this? Is it something where, you you know, obviously you said you've done this for several years. Do you have some
4: kind of fan favorites that you always like to try to bring back or are you you mixing it up each year? We do uh, take in consideration um, bands that uh, a lot of our regulars uh, recommend to us. Um, Each year I go to the uh, festival and events events. conference over in Charlotte and they have what they call the show fest which uh, showcases several bands um, on, a, on one of the evenings there and uh, a lot of times we'll pick up a band there um, but a lot of the hot bands that have come through in the past that have really uh, been well received we typically try to get them back if at all possible
0: for sure And you guys have actually kicked this off already. You had the Cat5 band in, what, um, earlier in April? And then you've got the Down Home Festival, which is, what, a two-day event coming up, right? Uh,
4: We have our 35th annual Down Home Festival, which Uh, takes place May the 12th and 13th. And uh, we do have some bands lined up for that. We have, on Friday night, we have the East Coast Party Band. And then on Saturday night, we have a a group out of Shelby called Dirty Grass Soul that have really been uh, making a move. in, in the uh, southeast southeast region, so uh, we're excited about both of those bands.
0: And then talking about events, kind of later on in the summer. I mean, you're continuing the concert series, but then you've also got another kind of uh, joint festival with Fourth of July. You get another one, basically at the tail end of, of summer, with the Brew and Q Festival, that you guys are bringing back
4: too, right? Yes, um, the, we 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 have a um, we typically do the fourth Saturday of each um, each month, April through September. Uh, this year is a little bit different. Um, we add an event, um, our, our July the 4th event, or our July the 4th celebration, we're doing on June the 30th, uh, we'll have a band uh, that night and have fireworks at the end of that show. Uh, also on June the 16th, I believe it is, we have our Juneteenth Festival. Uh, we'll have a band there, which is the Ace Party Band. Um, and then uh, the our second annual barbecue contest. It's our Brew & Q Festival. Uh, we'll end our summer concert series. I uh, think it's September the 23rd. What better way to end the summer yeah. with some barbecue and some live music? Right. And it's a barbecue competition. So it's a lot, to, uh, a lot for the people to come out and see how these barbecue teams uh, compete. Uh, it's a sanctioned event with the Southern Barbecue Network. And again, it's our second year doing it. Last year was a uh, got us off to a uh, a good start and we're hoping to build on that momentum from last year and make this event this year even better. Absolutely.
0: So if people are coming out for the summer concert series in, in Bessemer City, where are they going to head? What do they need to know in terms of parking? Do they need to bring chairs?
4: Yes, um, we have an event, uh, an event venue that is a stage right in the center of town. It's at the um, uh, 114 West uh, Virginia Avenue. It's in our center city district there, and um, we, we do have limited seating, but we do encourage people to bring their own uh, chairs. Uh, people bring their chairs as early as eight thirty, nine 9 o'clock in the morning to get their seats. Wow. And, That's uh, some dedication. Yeah. They, they, they bring them out get their seats set, and uh, the bands typically t- uh, kick off about 6.30, but we advertise the event from 6 to 10, okay. uh, but they typically kick off around 6.30, End around nine thirty, and that way we're able to uh, um, to get you know people in and out uh, before t- before the ten o'clock hour. Um, and if if you uh, if you find one of our cars around town, we do on several of our concerts, what we consider our concerts and cruise ins, we do have uh, classic cars that are brought into town for those concerts, okay. and uh, they get um, of course they get uh, VIP parking in the in the streets there, and we. Uh, It's not a judged uh, car show, Uh, it's just a chance for people to bring their cars out, let let car enthusiasts look at them and um, just enjoy them. Um, The mayor does do a mayor's choice that we present a trophy to at each one of those. That's awesome. Um, Yep, so it's just another added element to our concert series.
0: Good deal. Anything else about kind of the the concert series that I didn't ask about that would be important for anybody to know if they were interested in going?
4: yeah um we do have food trucks that are there uh from, that's important yep <laughs> for uh and then we have some local businesses that that serve food that are that are within the food uh within the downtown district there uh we also have a um a beer garden that is uh run by one of the local um the crisis ministry run it this past saturday night That's a non-profit uh 100% of the proceeds go to that a charitable organization, none of, none of the money raised for that goes toward paying the band. Uh, the city uh, fronts that cost. So, um, you know, it, it, it's a good time to get uh, involved with a non nonprofit, uh, and uh, they they do well for their charity with that. And typically on the car shows, um, we do a 50-50, and, and again, we have... Uh, this past weekend, the uh, Crowders Mountain Shrine Club benefited off of that. Uh, we do have sometimes the uh, athletic, um, athletic boosters or one of the athletic teams at the one of the local schools that will come out and do the fifty fifty sure. to help raise money to buy uniforms and equipment and that sort of thing. So,
0: just one of those things where it's like the the money that's getting spent there, it's all going back into the community. All going there for
4: a good cause. It sure is. It sure is. That's uh, one of our goals. Uh, and as I said, about I think it was about nine, maybe ten years ago, uh, and then about five years ago, we completed a downtown venue that's uh, that's got the stage and it's got um, uh, actually got like astroturf that you can sit on. You can bring a towel and just lay, uh, you know, sit on the astroturf, sure, um, or you know, put your chairs out there, um, which which makes for good, you know, seating. Absolutely. Um, and uh, and it's been very it's it's been a very well received a lot of towns from uh surrounding towns have come and looked at our venue and have went out and uh and actually done something similar in their towns and we we take pride in that for sure. Well, I mean, that's one of those nice things that,
0: you know, you've got kind of that attraction there in the center of town to to bring people in and and, you know,
4: just celebrate the community. Exactly. I mean, we uh bestum a small town, you know, and uh we're on the rise and we like to think that uh we are uh, um, very inviting to people to come into our town. This is one way to bring people into our town to see what Bessham City has to offer, uh, to see what uh, life in Bessham City is like, and uh, just to see our hospitality. And that's, you know, one of the things we take pride in. For sure.
0: Well, I want to thank you for, for coming in, for taking part in this uh, special episode. And I just want to make sure that we, we run down the list. So Friday, May 12th and Saturday, May 13th, it's the Down at Home Festival. Uh, on the 12th, there's East Coast Party Band, and then on the 13th, 30 Grass Soul is going to be playing. Saturday, May 27th, you got Gary Louder and Smoking Hot. Friday, June 16th, for that Gene Team Festival that you mentioned, that's the Ace Party Band. Uh, Friday, June 30th, uh, is going to be Too Much Sylvia, and that's part of your 4th of July celebration in the mm-hmm. fireworks show. Uh, Saturday, July 22nd, Jim Quick and the Coastline Band. Saturday, August 26th, the Extraordinaires, and then rounding it out, um, with that highly anticipated second annual Brewing Q Festival on Saturday, September 23rd on the border. We'll be closing things out.
4: Exactly. Yes. Uh, we uh, we look forward to having any visitors in our town. Look forward to any, anyone that's uh, interested. Uh, call the Parks and Recreation Department. We'll give you any more information on it that, uh, that you may need. And uh, life is good in Bestman City. And thank you.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Jetty. We mm-hmm. appreciate it. Thank you. Here's some sounds from Akita playing in Gastonia on September 15th. All right, so we're uh, continuing on talking about the summer concert series. Town of Dallas has one, and we've got Nick Danello. He's here from the Town of Dallas. He's the recreation director. Nick, thanks for uh, stopping by. Yeah, thank you for having me. Appreciate y'all. So you guys have four different concerts coming up. It's um, in the historic Dallas Town Square. Um, You've got... Daniel Jeffers on May 13th, coming at Brass on June 10th. Uh, Gary Louder and Smoking Hot on August 12th, and then the Catalinas on September 16th. And I know that you're kind of new to the town of Dallas, but how do you go about kind of putting a a, a summer concert series together for for the town?
5: Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, shout out to Dallas first and foremost, just the community as a whole uh, has been so instrumental in getting me, you know, from point A to point B and bringing this concert series together. Uh, It's really the camaraderie and the community there that really pull it, you know, together for me, Um, just, you know, lending a helping hand and. Yeah, it's been great um, just being able to network and people that are so open and friendly, and it, it's really cool to see a community come together and really bring this music festival and all these acts together, and uh, it's a really great thing to see.
0: Well, and it's it, I mean, it's one of those things. We, we've talked to people kind of across Gaston County at, at different municipalities, and it seems like one of the common themes with this Summer's Concert Series is, you know, it's it's a really great chance to bring people out to just kind of spend time with their neighbors and especially you know, now that we've come out of COVID and like just being able to do real life again and yeah. be able to go to concerts, like it's something that like, I never would have thought I would have taken for granted, but I, I certainly don't anymore.
5: Right, right. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think everyone was kind of thrown through a loop when we uh, we were stuck inside for however long it was seemingly in a, an eternal time period. There. Right. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, I think a lot of people have had that realization and it's really great that we can come back kind of full throttle and
0: bring everybody out and uh, you know, just have a good time once again. So I know on the, on the flyers for it, it says to bring your lawn chairs. So, I mean, when you're, when you're coming out, um, we're looking at what, a, seven o'clock start time for most of the concerts yeah uh, r- around six to, to nine Yeah, so it,
5: uh, it kind of varies based on the uh concert date okay. um but yeah that is the rough time frame um so yeah when we come out it'll be behind the uh old dallas uh courthouse there and then it also is in front of the pickle which is the restaurant right there um there's that little road we will have completely blocked off you can bring lawn chairs and uh set up and uh yeah there's gonna be plenty of festivities for everyone to enjoy so it should be a uh, cool sight. Do you guys work to bring out like uh, any food trucks or anything like that? Yeah, certainly. So we're actually going to have uh, at our you know majority of our concerts we'll have you know a handful of food trucks and various items to pick from. Uh, we actually have an additional concert on July fourth, uh, and that brings in our biggest crowd. From there, we're actually going to have you know a plethora of other food trucks and other things to do as well. So that'll be nice. our biggest event.
0: Yeah, it seems like uh, any time that you've got a summer event, any that you can uh, throw something up in the sky and make it explode, that's that's a big <laughs> big attraction. Yeah, you know, I
5: think uh, down here, specifically in North Carolina, it seems to be a re- reoccurring just, trend. Just so. wait until you
0: go across the border in South Carolina, where even more stuff's legal. That's when they just blow up anything oh, they can
5: find. Man, you love to see it. Well, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to seeing it in Dallas here, and uh, I think everyone's gonna have a good time,
0: and uh, myself included. So absolutely. Um, so we talked about the chairs. We talked about the axe. Um, anything else in terms of like you know parking or anything else that people need to know if they're interested in, in, in coming out to the concerts?
5: Nothing too crazy. Uh, very fortunately for everyone that's going to be there, including myself and you know all the uh, wonderful people that are helping pulling the event together. Uh, you know the Dallas Square, um, the town square rather, is actually you know surrounding the uh, courthouse there. So there's plenty right. of parking. You know on those main roads and off of uh, you know the not so main roads and uh, you know there's definitely spots for people to be. So awesome, <laughs> can't beat it.
0: Good deal. Well, Nick, thanks so much for, for joining us. We wish you guys the best of success with your summer concert series. And, uh, uh, geez, it's, it, I can't believe it's summer already more than anything else. I mean, right. So, yeah, talking about summer concerts already, talking about Fourth of July and and uh, Carolina barbecue. So, yeah, it's <laughs> it's an exciting time of year. Right, right. Well, thank you,
5: Adam. I appreciate you guys for uh, having me here and uh, everyone else here and uh, every, everyone listening. Look forward to
0: seeing you in Dallas. Absolutely. Thank you, Nick. All right. Thank you. The Savvy Citizen Podcast is a production of the Gaston County Communications Office. It is hosted by Janet Schaefer and Adam Gobb, and its senior field correspondent is Elizabeth McGee. Editor and
3: producer is Joshua Braswell.